Hello, beautiful people. I'm Callie, and you're listening to Season 3 of the Girl Uninspired Podcast. The podcast where we talk about channeling our beings, finding our niche, and what we do about inspiration. I've been in a creative slump for a while, and I'm finally starting to pull myself out of it. I hope these episodes can inspire you to create more, or at least introduce you to some really awesome creators. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the episode! Hi, welcome to episode 6. I am here with Camille Delon, right? That's how you say it? Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) Perfect. So, why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, first of all, I'm really happy to be here. Um, I am a photographer. Um, I live in Fayetteville, Arkansas. I recently relocated here um, with my partner, Nick, from Baton Rouge. Um, And I make work about uh, beauty and femininity and kind of like femininity in the American South. And, um, yeah, so I am. Okay, I really want to know what your sign is. So, um, I am an Aries, um, mm-hmm. but I, I sometimes joke that I identify as a Pisces. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't have any Pisces in my chart, but, uh, but yeah, I'm an Aries. What are you? I'm, I'm a Leo. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I wish I could say, honestly, I wish I could say I knew more about the Zodiac than I do, but the Leos I know, one of my best friends is a Leo and she's great. So, (laughs) um, if you, okay, so this is kind of on a tangent, but if you are ever trying to get into something, the best thing to do Mm -hmm. is to follow meme accounts on that subject. So there are tons okay. of meme accounts on astrology and then you can go through them and you can be like, oh yeah, like I understand what this means for me. And then you like branch in and be like, okay. oh, this is what my best friend's sign is. This is what they, and like, see if, and, like, it'll kind of build up from there. That's kind of how. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I love following meme accounts. So I think that would be a good match. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so I kind of want to focus this episode on what is life like after graduating um, college because you graduated um, and you're a photographer full-time working up to I would say yeah okay and um, and so I'm just kind of curious about like what has that process been like for you like after graduation to like where you are now Yeah, that's a good question. So, um, there's so much I could say. Uh, I guess I'll start by, you know, unsurprisingly. Oh, uh oh. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so unsurprisingly, graduating college in the middle of a pandemic in a creative field, um, has not been you know, completely smooth sailing, I guess, in terms of really being able to jump off with my career. Um, but I think it's also been everything that it's needed to be for me personally. Um, and, you know, I can only, uh, I can only vouch for my personal experience, but it's surprisingly been kind of nice, like the pace of things, because, so basically, um, I graduated from LSU. Um, I actually, I actually, not many people know this, but I graduated, um, in mass communication, um, in advertising. Um, so photography was actually my minor. Um, so I graduated in May and I, so for a long time I had told myself, so I, I saved up, um, I, I was really serious about saving, like for the last couple of years of college, because I knew, you know, even before the pandemic and stuff that when I graduated college, it was going to be really important to me to be able to, um, I say this like half in jest, but it was going to be important to me to take like a mini sabbatical. Um, because, you know, college was, uh, really hard and I'm 
very serious about school, probably like to a detriment. Um, and so it was, you know, it was a, a really challenging four years um, academically and just personally. And so I kind of gave myself like three months to kind of just like chill out and not pursue um, really much of anything at all, which was a huge privilege to be able to do in the first place. Um, you know, because obviously not everyone has the financial stability to be able to do that. So I feel enormously lucky that I've been able to take time off. Um, but so, yeah, so Nick and I moved here in the middle of that. And so really it's only been in the last month, I guess, that I've really started, um, like, pursuing opportunities again and it's not you know I so I'm brand new in Fayetteville and I I don't know anyone and so that's kind of like that's the double whammy of like the pandemic and also moving to a brand new place where I don't have any kind of like um like I don't know what the word would be social standing or you know a network a community but having said that, giving both, given both of those, it's still been amazing. And the people in my community are so willing to give me work and to connect with me. And, um, and it's been a really great transition, actually, because um, I think Fayetteville has a really strong art community and it has a really strong community in general, but um, for me, like I said, I really feel like I've lucked out because, um, you know, given everything going on, I really feel like I've kind of been welcomed here with open arms, like career wise. So that's where I am right now. That's kind of a long rambly answer, but yeah. No, you're good. Um, can we go ahead and talk a little bit about your photography? Like what, what your photography is like about or things that you try to incorporate? Yeah, so um, I kind of mentally well, and professionally um, divide my work into fine art and commercial. So, and those are two vastly different uh, things, I guess, uh, in my book. Because my commercial work, I'll say that because that's, I guess, kind of the shorter answer. Um, my commercial work is, it really orients more around like kind of it's, it's editorial work. So working with, uh, different clients and brands, um, creating, um, usually portraiture, um, for them. And that's something I really love. Um, so I feel lucky to be able to do that as my career. Sorry, my cats are like being so loud right now. Can you hear them? Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so that's what I do commercially. I would say that's like my bread and butter. Um, but fine art wise um, is also um, heavily portraiture. And I, I, oh gosh, where can I go from here? So um, like conceptually, I guess I would say, um, like I said, I, I make work largely about um beauty is kind of the underlying theme um it gets more specific but uh I I had a lot of loss in the last I mean, well kind of in my childhood and also um I guess in the last like five years and so um you know grief has been a really big part of like my personal narrative and so in my photography I sort of turned to photography as like um an antidote to a lot of what I've been through. And so I think that's part of why I really focus on on things that really bring me bring me a lot of joy. Um, so even from a fine art perspective, um, I try to make things that radiate some kind of goodness and beauty and softness, um, you know, because that's that's really where I um, find peace, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then within that, uh, most of my work is about femininity, my femininity mostly, and, um, also kind of necessarily about, um, the American South too, because that's where I've always been making my work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I love hearing that, like, 
what people like focus on especially in the positive light of like focusing on things that bring you joy like it's it's important to not put off the things that will make you happy in a sense. yeah I especially during this pandemic I've been kind of in the like oh like I can't do this activity because it's like like I can't go roller skating because mm-hmm. it's I haven't done this yet and <laughs> yeah. you know sometimes it's um the projection from doing a fun activity that can carry you into doing something that needs to be done like something serious yeah yeah I definitely hear that like I think now more than ever it's it's harder than ever and more important than ever to find the things that bring us joy um and gosh it really is a challenge I don't know if like do you struggle with that at all I yeah I've been so I really love painting and I really love making this podcast but then at the same time I find that you know it's kind of been two different like courses of putting things off of like oh I'll get to that like it's fine and especially with working it just kind of like carries over into like allowing me to make the that kind of excuse of like oh it's like it's okay that I don't do this because I'm tired because I was working Mm -hmm. and yeah right and I, I also feel like exhaustion is so just like built into life lately like even when I'm not doing something physically exhaustive is that a word mm-hmm. exhausting um even when I'm not like physically exhausting myself it's like being alive like requires a lot of emotional labor right now so it's like I totally get that because it's like it's it's really hard to kind of you know joy the the pursuit of joy becomes like a whole freaking task when mm. generally it's just things are hard right now so I, I yeah I completely hear that yeah and it's it's really hard to like not be struggling right now because there's so many things <laughs> going on and it's just like it's like one day oh it's God, like I oh I just feel the weight of the world and the next day it's like I'm so fucking angry like I want to burn everything down <laughs> like it's, right. it's just so flip-floppy I know it's like every day I feel like I feel every single emotion yeah it's <laughs> it's it's a lot um yeah I, I know it really is so what is something that you learned during your moving process Oh, during my moving process. So, like, in the realm of my art and career, specifically? It can be anything. But, yeah, if that's what you want to focus on, sure. Well, I'm really realizing... Okay, so this move has had a lot of really big lessons in it. Um, I think, you know, maybe outside of art and career... Um, I've realized how important community is to me. Um, in fact, I, I was reading this artist's uh, statement the other day and, and she described herself as a community minded artist. And I really loved that. Um, and I've really kind of been identifying with that lately because having, uh, I mean, at least right when we moved here for maybe the first month, um, having a lack of community really really made me realize in a profound way just um you know I don't know if if you're familiar with uh Brene Brown she's Mm -hmm. like a researcher psychiatrist uh actually maybe not psychiatrist she's like a researcher storyteller um and she researches uh shame and vulnerability for any listeners out there who, who who don't know her work and um one thing she says all the time that 
uh, is that as human beings, we're hardwired for connection and we're, we're hardwired for, for, for community and, um, moving made me realize like, holy shit, I, it's like, it's a lesson that I keep learning over and over again in my life. Every time I, I, I have distance from my community, I'm like, oh my God, something very big is missing. And I, I really kind of get very sad when I'm not, um, just kind of like generalists of people who I love and who love me back. And, um, so I guess one big lesson was, you know, just, it was, it was a lesson that it was kind of reiterated to me during this move is how important community is to me. And that deeply applies to my work as well. Um, and then what else? Nick and I, Nick, uh, some of my partner, Nick and I, uh, are living together and, uh, I guess one really good lesson is that some things are just really good all of the time. And uh, it's it's been fun because we were long distance for two years and we've been living together for, I guess, like two months now, which is a relatively short amount of time, but it's just been very lovely. And uh, having that as like an anchor is just like extremely hope hopeful and uh, life-giving. So yeah. I would recommend, would recommend living with one's partner. Yeah, and you guys are fostering some kittens right now, too. Yes, we are fostering kittens, which, okay, honestly, probably holds the most lessons of, like, anything on the planet. In fact, I I had this really great therapy session yesterday. Um, I'm a huge, like, avid, avid supporter of therapy. Um, I've been in therapy for, like probably a decade like not exaggerating um and I think it's the most important thing ever so totally open to talking about therapy all the time I had this really great session yesterday um where I was telling my therapist that these cats are teaching me so much more than I ever 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 could have expected because yeah, we've been fostering these three baby kittens for like maybe a month or so now. Um, they're seven weeks old and they are um, very naughty and full of life. And uh, I had this like, okay, this maybe gets into some like uh, hokey spiritual shit, but I like had this like low-key, high-key realization yesterday that like I think they are all like represent different parts of who I am. And I'm just saying, like, if you need to like ever like have like learn a lot about yourself, just like get some kittens because they will teach you everything you want to know. <laughs> good good, bad and ugly. That is that's so cute. Like <laughs> it's pretty cute. And every time I, I, I already said this, but every time I look at your Instagram and I see them, I'm just like, they're, they're so cute. And I'm like, I cannot get another cat. <laughs> oh my God. They, they, so what Instagram doesn't see, I mean, ungodly amount that they shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know it was possible for a living being to produce this much waste. Wait till they get older. It just gets worse. <laughs> Wait, so do you have cats? Yeah, I have I have two cats. One is um about uh, about a year old and then the other one is uh, a couple months old. And it's cute. They're so cute, but they are so bad. Like the older one is yeah. like teaching the younger one all of like the bad things to do, like knocking stuff off of counters and Oh, Ugh. no. But they're precious. <laughs> what are their names? Atlas and Elliot. Oh, cute. Yeah. I love that. They're, they're cute. <laughs> um, so, how, nice. did, how did you plan moving? Like, did you plan to go to Fayetteville or... Um... So, um... 
it's a long story that I'll try to make short, but, um, so Nick, you know, is in grad school and, um, when he made his list of grad schools, um, like a year ago now, I guess, um, you know, so we're in like, I, what I would call like a long-term part- partnership. So his, his grad school list was, I guess you could call it like uh, collaborative. And so he pretty much only applied to places that were really compatible to my career, um, which were New York, Philly, Chicago, uh, several other big cities and tiny little Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, and like, we were like, Oh, Fables aren't going to happen. You know, you can add it on, whatever. You might, maybe you can use it as a good bargaining chip if you get a good scholarship. Um, and it was like very much not ever in the plan because, you know, like I said, like a lot of my commercial stuff is editorial and I do a lot of fashion photography. So um, a big city was always kind of a plan. And then he got this really, really wonderful um, offer from. Uh, the university here, University of Arkansas. And, and then like simultaneously when he got that offer, like COVID was exploding and very suddenly big cities did not seem like the move. And so it pretty much like stars aligned in a really weird, unexpected way for this being like our choice. Um, And yeah, so it, it was never in my plans from the beginning, but, um, I really believe that like, this is exactly where we're supposed to be right now. So it's worked out. Mm-hmm. How are you staying creative outside of commercial? Oh, um, so I guess in a few ways, I really, really love to cook and bake. Um, so like, I don't know, I, I would, like, I, maybe this is, like, annoying to say, but I would describe my lifestyle as, like, pretty, like, creative, like, all around, just because, like, I need that, mm-hmm. um, or else I don't feel good, so, like, whether it's, like, always playing music that inspires me, um, while, like, cooking something really delicious and nourishing, um, or, like, what's really important to me is like waking up early in the mornings and, um, and journaling and reading. I try to make time every single day to journal a little bit and read a little bit, even if it's for like 15 minutes. Um, and so, and then, uh, I'm, I've also been dabbling in painting lately, uh, cause Nick has a bunch of like, uh, art supplies that he's not really using. So he's been letting me paint and also, I am uh, photographing, like, very, very leisurely on the side, um, like, doing personal work, um, but, like, major, major emphasis on leisurely. It's, like, honestly, like, photography, if I'm being totally real, is, like, it hasn't really been my creative outlet lately, um, but I'm not mad about it. Mm-hmm. I know it's always there, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's, like acknowledging that something is still part of your life but it you kind of like allowing yourself to branch outside and into other mediums oh yeah exactly yeah my relationship with the camera um is like it's very it like is constantly constantly ebbing and flowing Mm -hmm. and it's like I feel like we just get each other and, like, my camera knows it's, like, I mean, I'm, obviously, this is all made up in my head. I'm, like, creating this relationship out of thin air. But, like, what I tell myself is, like, my camera knows that, like, I'm going to do my thing. And, like, it's going to be there. And, like, sometimes we'll hang out. Sometimes we'll make some stuff together. Sometimes we just do our own thing. And it's, like, an understanding we have. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But, no, yeah, you're totally right. It's it's very... uh yeah, there's other ways to be creative. How, what have you been doing? Um, I have actually been kind of... So, I've been stuck on this one painting for, like, probably two, mm-hmm. maybe three months. 
um, in the sense of mm-hmm. I did most of it, and then now I'm just kind of like, well, I don't really want to do the rest of it. And <laughs> not that I don't want to do it, because I, I want the painting to be complete, but I just don't feel like it. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been having, like, other ideas that I want to do and I keep telling myself it's like oh like I can't do that because I haven't finished this one like I haven't finished this painting so I can't do anything else which isn't true like I have freedom to do that so I um, so feel that I I don't know recently I've been looking at a lot of small creators just because like I really admire like people putting their work out there I think that's so awesome and mm-hmm. I've been seeing, like, a lot of resin trays. And I was like, oh, man, oh. like, I love resin trays. Like, they're so cute. Like, I just want one to put my candles in. And, cute. And they're, like, they're usually, like, 40 to 80 bucks. They're pretty expensive. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to make my own. So <laughs> I, went to, yeah. I went to Hobby Lobby and I just got, like, I just got some stuff and did it, and it actually turned out pretty decent, so... Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Thank you. (laughs) Actually, okay, I know this girl who makes resin trays, and they're so beautiful, so um, I will link you to her stuff, and maybe they'll be inspiring to you. Ooh, amazing. I would love to look (laughs) at those. Um, It was... It was definitely, like... I thought it was going to be a one-time project, but I, I don't know. I think it might be interesting to follow up, with, like, do a couple more, because I still have some stuff left over, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, so awesome. Send me some pictures later. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so, do you have a current project that you're working on? Is it bad if I say no? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, I... I want to, like, put a little asterisk next to that. So, no asterisk. But the asterisk would be, I pretty much never have projects going. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think, I'm not really, like, uh, a project bait. Like, projects aren't really, like, I guess part of, like, my process. Like, mm-hmm. so I've joked before that, like, I feel like my process is just, like, a lot of dirty quickies. Where, like, (laughs) I will get an idea and become obsessed with it and need to create it. And so it's, like, this obsessive, like, sweaty process where, like, everything comes together within, like, two days. And then, like, I plan a shoot and it happens. And basically that happens over and over and over and over again. And it's created my body of work (laughs) So I'm still doing that. I do, those moments are still happening. In fact, I just did a really great photo shoot with my friend Sarah um, a few days ago. And that's kind of like, I guess a lot of that was kind of more like personal work. So um, it happens in spurts. That's, I love how you describe that. (laughs) Um, Do you have a next project or a next thing that you want to like, learn about or like a new hobby or a place that you want to go oh gosh that's a good question um you know I I feel like I'm kind of trying to figure out what that is actually because oh I know what it is I really want to get into light painting I know that that's kind of like a trendy thing um but whatever I don't care um but just kind of like like alternative processes in photography I've never really played with before um like you know making photographs on fabric or like using the sun to create photographs like like that's kind of like an upcoming thing that I'm really like I feel myself kind of like getting excited about that um but like yeah like I was saying I've been kind of like struggling I usually always have some like creative thing going like I really love making fiber art, like tapestries and stuff, and um, I like writing and drawing and all that kind of great stuff, and I haven't really had one of those lately, so I'm on the hunt. I'm open to suggestions. That's interesting. You said that 
And it kind of, like, I don't know. It really made me think about, like, how I have all these ideas, like, in the back of my brain. And they just kind of sit there. And, like, mm-hmm. I write them down. And I'm like, oh, like, I'll do that project one day. And I'm just kind of, like, questioning of, like, why why do I keep pushing them back? Like, why not just, like, do these mini projects? Because it would be fun. I know. I know. I, I get I get that way too. I'm like, why am I just sitting on this? Like, I have every opportunity to just go do it. Yeah, being a human. Honestly, that's one of the <laughs> that's one of the main things that I've realized talking to creators is that like just starting something is usually what holds everyone back. And the people oh that gosh, I talk to yes. that I view as successful, like started stuff. Yes. That is such a good point. Like, I was, I mean, that even goes for, you know, career stuff. Like, I sat on my butt for so long, and it was, like, partly voluntary, but, like, for several months, I was like, I need to start applying for stuff. I need to start applying for stuff. Like, I, there's, there's, there's work to be made. I want to start collaborating with people. And I just like thought about it for mm-hmm. like a month and it just became this like big nebulous thing that I was like really freaked out by. And then finally, a couple of weeks ago, I started applying and now I can't stop. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, opportunities are everywhere. Like I gotta go chase all these down. And I like every day I'm on my computer, like looking for more stuff and it's so exciting, but it's exactly like you said. Yeah, starting starting things is totally the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we make things bigger than, like, they usually are. Like, I know for myself, I am always putting off anything that has to do with, like, legal stuff or, like, bills <laughs> yeah. or, like, things that, you know, all you really have to do is log online and fill out a couple of things and then it's done. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's just, like, the, for some reason, those things in my mind are just so monstrous. So, okay, I have ingredients in my kitchen to make pumpkin bread right now. And it's, like, been stressing me out for three days. Because I'm, like, I can't do it. Like, it's such a big project. So, I just want to say... I literally feel that to such a strong degree because if I'm stressed about pumpkin bread, then you can imagine how, like, how much I avoid doing, like, legal things online. hmm And, like, <laughs> like, the thing is, it's, like, usually, like, after I've, like, done it, I'm like, that was easy. Like, why did I procrastinate right. that for, like, four weeks, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, there was... Totally. There's a tip that I read in, um in a book, I'm not sure which one it is at the moment, but it was like, um, do something for 15 minutes, like, just, just sit down and do it for 15 minutes, and then after the 15 minutes is up, if you don't want to keep doing it, then stop, and just do that another time, but usually, by the time 15 minutes is up, you've got enough momentum to, like, keep going. That's such a good point. Um... I really like that. That kind of reminds me, I don't know if this will resonate with you at all, but um, so I I really love yoga and I, I actually got, I went through yoga teacher training over the summer um, and I'm not like, it's not like my whole life, but it is something that really like feeds my soul. Um, and I one of my teachers, whenever I was going through this training, we did this really beautiful, um, visualization where, um, so for this specific circumstance, we were, um, about to start learning about anatomy and it was just like very daunting for everyone. And we were all really stressed about it. So she did, um, this really beautiful visualization where we all closed our eyes and she had us just like, uh, well, the way she described it, it was very beautiful and poetic and I'm not going to say it as beautifully as she did, but, um, it's basically like you, you picture yourself rising up above it, like it up so high until like you're hovering over the, the earth itself. And it's like, it puts you completely 
like in, in power over all of these tiny little mundane things or like all of the tasks that stress us out and feel so big it's just like this kind of meditation that that puts you back in control and gives you your agency back and it makes you realize that all of these little tasks and all of these little things that stress us out so much in the back of our minds like they really aren't they have they, they're 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 fake, you know, they have no actual power. It's completely, it's, it's, we only perceive that they do. And so it was really, it was really great. And I, and whenever I have things like that now that really, I'm like giving way too much power to them. I try to like do that little visualization again and remember that like, you know, you know, they're, they're, they're not actually controlling my life. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I love that. I'm like writing, I'm like trying to write it down real quick. Um, so the way she described it was really cute. It was like, well, she's just amazing. And like, I would literally do anything she told me to do. But so we had this binder like in front of us of all of our notes. And she was like, okay, you're floating. Picture yourself uh, rising up and standing, standing above your binder and now your body floats out of the building and you're on top of the building and then like you go further and further and, and now you're on top of Baton Rouge and now you're on top of America and now you're on top of the whole earth. And it's like, it's very empowering. That's, that is, that sounds, that sounds fun. Like interesting yeah. to like go through that process. Mm-hmm. For sure. So personally, I am projected to graduate sometime between you know this spring quarter and maybe next fall hopefully spring Mm -hmm. but you know who knows yeah um do you have any advice for someone like me like who's going to graduate and like like what to look for what to plan for like things to think about Mm. yeah um so I would say, okay, I guess I'll give, like, more, like, romantic advice and then also more, like, practical advice. Okay. Um, My practical advice, I think, would be if you can, even if it's, like, $5 a week, I would try to save money because, like, having saved my senior year has really benefited my life after college when um, in the state of the world and also just like, you know, with the field I'm in, um, getting a job is harder than it usually is. Um, Having like a little bit of cushion financially has been, has done wonders for just like my, my general like anxiety and my like general sense of stability Um, and I'm like, by no means rolling in money right now, but like, um, I guess like having like even like a little grain of financial security has given me so much peace lately. Um, again, I, I totally know that's not realistic for everybody, but, um, that has been really nice. And then also I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll regret giving this advice, but I'm just feeling like called to say this in this moment. Um, I would honestly say like to not worry because it doesn't actually matter. Like not like, I mean, you know, like work hard in school and all of those great things. But like when I was an undergrad, I thought constantly about post-college and being like, oh my gosh, I got to do stuff right now and I got to figure it all out and I got to like be building, uh, I don't know, a future for myself and all of these different things. And I think, you know, one thing I've been thinking so much about in the last couple of months is just how wildly unpredictable life is and how like, I think I'm just a little bit like, I feel a little jaded lately with the idea of planning at all Mm -hmm. um, because like things so rarely go as planned. Um, My life has certainly been 
um, proof of that for me lately. And I think if I could go back and talk to my undergrad self, I would tell her to like, honestly, show the fuck out (laughs) and just try to be as present as possible and just enjoy my life because things will inevitably work out. Um, I, I would describe myself as like, um, I guess like spiritual, um, not necessarily like religious, but I do like have sort of a belief that things are connected and work out in some sort of way that makes sense. And having that as like a guidepost is really grounding. Um, Just kind of trying to trust that the universe is like bringing me in some way toward the direction that I need to go. Um, That's not necessarily advice, but just a personal tidbit. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of not convinced lately that like anything we do in in undergrad is like Mm -hmm. as massive of a deal as we want to think that it always is. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's not important, but, um, but yeah, things just happen and that's Mm -hmm. (laughs) my, uh, my Nobel Prize winning advice. <laughs> so, yeah. And then you said that uh, you also had, like, romantic advice. Oh, romantic just meaning, like, you know, more, like, poetic. Or... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, now I'm not going to give you uh, unsolicited romance advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Um... At, at first, that's what I thought you meant, and then my brain went another way. It's, gosh. Oh, uh, that's so funny. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I probably, well, no, I don't, I don't know if I should be giving romance advice. <laughs> um, do you have any questions for me? Do you have any questions? Well, I would love to, like, know more about, like, what your undergrad experience has been like, and, like, how how you've been in COVID? I know those are two very drastically different questions, but yeah, how has undergrad been for you? Um, it's been interesting. So I've changed my major several times. So uh-huh. I started as pre med, and then changed to English after a year, and then changed to studio art after a year of English. So I. Okay. And, like, behind in some classes, but also ahead in some senses. Um, Mm -hmm. And for me, I've really just been taking time to take classes, like, even if they're not necessary for my graduate, for my diploma, like, classes that are interesting to me and, like, Mm -hmm. that are going to, I feel like, make me more aware of my surroundings so like I've taken several like advanced history classes just because like so interesting to me to be able to know like what has happened and then being able to put that in put that into historical context of like what's going on right now and Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. last winter we did a project on like how tech is responding um, as a college, like, how it's functioning, and mm. it was really interesting, and I've also taken a philosophy class on happiness that was very insightful, um, wow. and just really kind of, I feel like I've tried to do as much as possible to take the pressure away from school, and in the sense of, like, I'm not going to class to make A's. I'm going to class to learn. And Mm -hmm. if my learning process looks like a B or a C, uh, then that's fine because my goal is to, like, put the effort in and learn in, in the end. And also still be able to do, like, outside projects and socialize and, um, have my job and whatnot. Yeah. 
doing my best Absolutely. to find that balance. Mm-hmm. God, isn't that so important? Yeah, it's it's difficult. I'm like, I'm still lacking in places, you know, but I mean, yeah. I feel like eventually I'll get there. So. Yeah. I think that's so awesome, and it's so great that, like, you are able to take this time to like kind of go where your where your heart's leaving and and learn learn about these things that are really calling to you i think that's awesome thank you and then uh my covid experience has been weird in the sense of that's such a hard question. I'm I, sorry. It's, it's, no, I mean, there's just so many stages of it, you know? Like, oh, oh my gosh, like, yes. It's January. It's, I, I could, yeah. Like, January I, Cali is different from February Cali and March and April. And, like, every single month right. is like a, do, a, a new person. Like, okay, what is it that COVID's going to teach me this month? Wait, real quick. Did you feel like August lasted forever? No, I feel like August was, like, literally like that. And I think... Oh, that, really? I think the reason for that is that my brother had a wedding at the beginning of August. Oh, fun. And, and then I had a birthday, like, halfway in there. And Oh, nice. And then, birthday. Thank you. And then, like, coming into August, I was already coming back from, like, going to see my grandmother... And mm. so it just kind of felt like it was like one thing after another after another, and it's just like it's going so fast. Right, right. I can't believe Honestly, it's September. Wow, that's so nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I totally get that. Are yeah. you are you like doing okay generally? Yeah. So actually, at the beginning of COVID, I what I was like totally I was because I'm a social oriented person. And, like, mm-hmm. getting up and getting dressed and going to class. That was what was, like, that was what I needed. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm at home all the time and I'm not getting out of bed and I'm just sitting here and I'm, like, not doing my projects. And I had some teachers, yeah. like, like reach out to me. They were like, Callie, like, you're not doing anything. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not really. But, um, yeah, I mean, right. I got some medication adjusted and then... Um, really just started doing projects I wanted to do. I really got into like, I'm going to paint because I feel like painting and that's what I want to do. And, and then Mm -hmm. going from that mindset to like, how, how big can this canvas be? Like how, how big of a painting can I make? And like the biggest I got up to was 48 by 48. And that is gigantic. Oh my gosh. It's huge. That is. So, oh my gosh, wow. Yeah. So I got really into like making these big pieces. And then of course, summer started and I went into work pretty much full time. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Did you say are you are you landscaping or Oh, uh, wait. Whenever you mentioned yard work earlier. Yeah, so I do maintenance for an apartment complex. So, it pretty oh, much cool. bounces in between of like you know, it depends on what needs to be done that day. Is is it yard work? Is it mm-hmm. um, painting the inside of an apartment because it needs to be rented? Is it right. going around to all the apartments and making sure that the air filters are changed and mm-hmm. the bug spray has been sprayed? Um, or like right. fixing toilets. It, it really just depends on the day. Like, it's always different, mm-hmm. which I appreciate, so... Yeah, totally. That's some, that's some nice uh, variety. Yeah. I mean, it's all pretty much hard work, and that part yeah. kind of gets me, but, I mean, my boss is amazing, so. Okay, wait, I'm pretty sure it's, like, National Something Week right now. Did you see that? No. Okay, wait. Sorry, that made no sense. Um, <laughs> did you see that it's National Something Week? <laughs> um, so... I got um, an email from my apartment complex this week, and it's something really specific, like National Apartment Maintenance Burger Week. Nah. No, I'm so serious. And so they're encouraging all of their tenants to, so us, like, to write emails to our maintenance workers and like thank them. 
And so that's what like we've been working on. And, and so it's like, I know that's so specific, but I'm happy, looking that up after happy, this. <laughs> uh, yeah, happy National Maintenance Worker Week. Cool. Seriously, that's that's that is hard work and good work. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you feel appreciated by the people who you're with. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so the last thing. Um, how can the listener find you on social media? Like, what are your handles? Um, so I pretty much only use Instagram. Um, I've tried to distance myself from other platforms. Um, at Camille Delon, which is my name. And um, I have a website, too, com, but Instagram is, is where all the goods are. And can you go ahead and <laughs> Including spell Including cat content. Can you what go you ahead and spell that? Oh, yeah. It is at C-A-M-I-L-L-E-D-E-L-A-U-N-E. Awesome. Thank you. Well, Yes. Thank you so much. It has been <laughs> absolutely wonderful. I I mean, this episode is going to be so great. I'm so excited. Oh, you're so sweet. I've had such a great time talking with you. Awesome. Thank Th- you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. And thank you for listening. Hey, lovelies. You just listened to an episode of the Girl and Inspired podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for your time, and I really hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you for supporting me on my creative journey, and if you enjoyed the episode, you can follow us on Insta at the Girl Uninspired Podcast. There's an underscore in between every single word. If you have questions, concerns, content, other, you can email me at CallieKRobbins3 at gmail.com. That's Callie, C-A-L-L-I-E-K-R-O-B-B-I-N-S-3 at gmail.com. Bye!